Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of uh, Gateways to Cinema, the spin-off of the far more popular podcast reboot already underway. The also essentially defunct podcast at this point, I, but yeah. uh, you know we're we're gonna keep this one going. We're back. We are live from quarantine. Yeah. A lot has happened since our last episode. Um, we're alive. Uh, if you didn't we know, we are alive from quarantine. Uh, I'm Aaron. And uh, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. Do you not have a spinoff? I no, I didn't think. Well, of it's one. been so long. You should have at least another. There one. There would be one. It can be the uh, the ninety day fiance. Mm. Uh, what, where, happily ever after. Happily ever after. To yeah. the ninety day fiance. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's uh, <laughs> a lot's happened since you guys last checked it. The fact that I am now a ninety day fiance watcher uh, really illustrates how. Uh, how stressful this quarantine has been, you know? It's, <laughs> like, it's it's the best show ever. We don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> um, no, we do. Uh, we do not need to get into that. Uh, instead, we are uh, we're back. We are um, doing another film from the list of a hundred movies I made for Jacob to watch. Movies that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. Um, we're still working through the same list from like five years ago, but we're gonna we're gonna get through it. We're gonna finally finish it off. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna no, we're gonna we're gonna work hard this quarantine. Well, we're not we're gonna, gonna do gonna it this day. We're gonna work hard this quarantine. It's been like four months already. <laughs> Quarantine's about to end. Those. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. Maybe by the time this podcast actually gets out, uh, in two, okay, two guys. Years. So there was two episodes. That I swore I uploaded. Maybe you guys actually heard them. Maybe they did upload. I don't know. There was a John Wick and a Raising Arizona one. They're gone. They're just gone. They're not even on my computer anymore. So, um, the lost episodes. Maybe one day we'll recover them somehow. I don't Find know. Find them in the vault. And- yeah. Release them. But, uh, not really much happened on those. <laughs> They're just like, Raising Arizona. Interesting movie. Okay, pretty good. And then John Wick 2, during it, we were just like, you just want to see John Wick 3 tonight? And we were like, yeah. And then we went, so I don't know. Yeah, it was just a 40-minute uh, conversation of us convincing ourselves to see John Wick 3 opening night. That yeah. Was, that's what you missed. It's about right. Um, we'll find those episodes sometime or uh, <laughs> recreate them from memory. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> But uh, like we don't have a new conversation about <laughs> no, it. No, no, we no, no. We just no. try to piece together where our conversation was at that time. <laughs> oh my god! We'll talk about how much we looked forward to uh, twenty twenty uh, in, yeah. in the episode. It's gonna be a great year. <laughs> great year. Great Amazing. Year. Great year. Uh, anyway, uh, we're not talking about either of those movies tonight. We are talking about. Um, a, uh, a global uh, pandemic uh, that threatens to wipe out uh, all of humanity and could be fairly easily solved if it wasn't for racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Children of Men. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not... not <laughs> ooh, a little... I mean, I didn't pick this movie because of that. Like, alright, so we're... A little bit of, little bit of behind the scenes. We're like, hey, I'm like, hey, we, I want to get back on this. Here, let's just pick one. What ca- what's coming out this weekend? My spy. <laughs> hey, there's a guy and a kid on the cover. My yeah. spy. <laughs> I definitely had a moment uh, late in the film where I was just like, remember when we thought this movie was similar to My Spy? <laughs> Because it had been a while since I had seen this movie, and like obviously I knew they weren't that similar, but right, like, 
right. a certain moment where it was just, it was very amusing to me that that was our connection. Yeah. But it was also our connection um, because you had recently played The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, and, you're like, and my God. You know, the dystopian. Uh, <laughs> I did not realize how similar this the first game and this story are. Yeah. At, at the beginning, by the end, they definitely split off into their own ways. But it's the same right. thing where it's like, horrible pandemic ones like fungal zombies or whatever and then uh but there's this girl who might be the cure you got to get her across the country and you got to go now yeah like that's just the story and then it branches off from there and becomes something different um but yeah i was like this is like personally similar (laughs) like uh okay um but yeah i yeah this is jacob 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 five is for clive Name your favorite Clive Owen movie. <laughs> this is it now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's two. That's two inside that's of a two joke. Inside <laughs> um I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh but yeah, I did, I this Clive Owen. Yeah, yeah. I was like every, the whole time I'm like, who is that? Who is that? Yeah. It didn't occur to me, I don't even know what Clive Owen looks like. <laughs> I've been using the man's name as a joke for years at this point. <laughs> Has it been years that you've been using it as a joke? I mean, yeah. Yeah, probably. It's just the easy rhyme. It's, yeah, Clive. Yeah. I mean, who, do you know another Clive? No. No, me either. Yeah, no, you're right. Um... Yeah, so uh, this is uh, this is your first time seeing the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we usually just start with uh, some first impressions, uh, non-spoiler at the start. Uh, yeah. For people who are interested in this movie but haven't seen it yet, um, just a little bit of a. Well, if you're really into movies like My Spy, I'd really recommend <laughs> this one to you. <laughs> Sorry. This episode is sponsored by Amazon sponsored Prime. Sponsored by My Spy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, going into this, the only thing I knew was that the, this movie, and I, it was a book first, right? Yeah. Um, was sort of an inspiration for The Last of Us, and so that's really all I knew about it going in. Um, so yeah, I came in with fresh eyes, a fresh heart, I don't know. (laughs) Um, what an odd <laughs> phrase. <laughs> but, uh, Alfonso Cuaron, man. Yeah. A podcast favorite of ours. Yeah. We really liked Roma when we Roma's, talked about... yeah. Uh, Amazing. The Gravity's real good. I don't, I don't know if we talk much about Gravity on the podcast beyond, like, um... No, we talked about came how up it in just, some episodes. I think we were just, like, movies that you don't want to watch outside of a movie theater, and I think that really I mean, that still holds on. To that, um, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, as good as ever, honestly. Like I, I'll say it right now. Loved this movie. It was yeah. awesome. Um, from beginning to end, I loved like every bit of it. Um, it grips you, it pulls you in the entire time. I never really knew what direction it was going, even though I had the um, other products influenced by this. Um, I still was on the edge of my seat. Uh, just shot beautifully too mm-hmm. like oh my god that car scene like the yeah. first like I think there were a couple but this was like the first like real one take in the movie yeah. I don't know if it that, is really a one take but it 
feel it's supposed to. I'm not sure if that one is. There's, uh, I think some that are done actually in one take, and then some that are definitely done with um, multiple shots just edited together to look like a. Right. Like the. Um, I mean, we don't want to get into spoilers, but the big ending one is uh, multiple ones. Yeah, I figured that that would be <laughs> if they did that in one, I'd <laughs> be like, all right, and sin was over. Yep, we, we, we hit our peak. We hit it. Um, was this nominated for anything when it came out? Um, at the Oscars, it got some. It got cinematography. Um, mm-hmm. I think maybe screenplay. Okay. Um, something of it. It didn't get like it wasn't like best picture, um, that kind of caliber. It's it kind of it kind of like sci-fi. Didn't do great at the box office. It kind of just like just met its budget and all that. So it's very much a, a okay. film that got very critically acclaimed, um, but didn't really break out until like a, a couple years later. You know, it kind of has just built up an audience over the years. Right. And then obviously has been influential in the sci-fi genre mm-hmm. last of us logan it's basically the same movie as logan yeah. i'm sure you know yeah logan uh, yeah yeah that i noticed it now that you say that i didn't even think Did you, of okay yeah. <laughs> but if like, you okay, now yeah. that you think about it it's, it's yeah the it's same very exact plot and very thematic well and that's too. just that's just such a, a trope anyway in in the genre and in just these types of like dramas and uh, human stories in the first place is like finding a reason to care and finding the passion that you have back again. And yeah. So like I understand that's just how a way to do it, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say without like getting no, into that, no, that's fine. That's just, uh, uh, yeah, no, this is uh, this is a really good film. It had been a while since I had uh, seen it. Um, and I think that might actually make this list more effective for me now, having mm-hmm. it having more written distance. it uh, so long ago. Yeah, I hadn't seen this film since I first saw it. Like and five I, years now since you wrote the list, or so. Yeah, five, like 2015. Yeah, like five at least. Um, so yeah, I hadn't seen it in at least five years, maybe six years or more. Um, and I think I definitely came out liking it more this time, and I think that's really because the first time I watched it. Uh, I watched it on my laptop, and uh, as, as with Gravity, this is very much a film yeah. that uh, really needs a big screen to pop. Because mm-hmm. the story, as we've been discussing, is kind of very uh, typical sci-fi mm-hmm. material, but the direction is really what uh, makes this movie. Um, it really elevates it. So, yeah, I really like this movie. Um, I definitely think my opinion uh, increased uh, in second viewing. Uh, so definitely feels like that type, that kind of movie though that I feel like I would watch again and like it even more. Also, just like <laughs> it's it's pretty prescient. <laughs> I was just I was just gonna uh, segue into that, just being like you know um, I'm sure it it helps that uh, it's just gotten like more relevant uh, yeah. as time goes on. So uh, like as soon as I saw the people in cages, I was like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like, like the that's the, the, the first opening. Thing you see yeah, like the like... opening of the film is just like illegal immigrants are being rounded up yeah. and locked in the cages, and you're like, oh, hey, one of those movies. Maybe don't. <laughs> like, have you ever considered? Yeah. Maybe not doing that. Hmm. Just a thought. All right. So, uh, 
I think we just need to get into um, the details now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm guessing this is a recommended. Yeah, very uh, much movie so. For you. I, I think. I think it's a much easier recommend than knowing it was based on something like The Last of Us, or not based, that The Last of Us was based on this, or like was um, inspired by it. I kind of came in expecting it to be much darker and much more like uh, a violent, I suppose. And the violent is the violence is not as gruesome as I was expecting. So I think it's even more of a recommend than I would have originally thought. Because I know that's really off-putting to some people, and it's hard to recommend The Last of Us or something like that to some people just because it is so violent and graphic. Yeah. So I think if you're worried about something like that with this movie, I don't think you really have to. Like, there's violence in it, but it's not. It's not as bad as it could have been. I guess. I I get what you're. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a recommend uh, from me as well, obviously. most of the films on this list are, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we laugh knowingly uh, <laughs> of some coming up. But uh, yeah. yeah, so if you uh, haven't seen the film, recommended. Um, and if you have seen the film or just don't care, uh, we're going to talk about it now a little I think, I think you should spoilers. care with this one. I think just, you should uh, care. Just, just a little. Uh, it's not long either. It's like an hour and 40. It is Watch not long. It. Watch it. It's on stars. We watched it on stars. We watched it on stars. We have stars now. Aaron has stars. Do not drag me into this. You, get, you watch it on stars, you see the logo pop up on the bottom right every once in a while. You're just like, oh, almost forgot I was watching stars. They gotta remind you. They gotta, they gotta shame you. Oh my is. god. They're like, listen, you're, you're watching uh, Children of Men. On Gosh stars. darn Children of Men on stars. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. I do have stars. It was cheap. Let me have this. <laughs> no, there's there's no excuse. Anyway, are we in spoilers? We're in spoilers. Uh, yeah. Is there a is there an area you wanted to start at in spoilers or? Because um, we've already hit like a lot of like quick points. That, yeah. That we can expand upon. Yeah. How about you start? Because <laughs> I don't know where to start. I, I just want to see wh- where your mind goes to. Where does my mind go to? I I, I, I think that um, returning to the uh, to the relevance of the uh, of the movie, mm-hmm. I think that um, yeah, that that's what really uh, struck me um, this time around is uh, I think I think that's a mark of good sci-fi. Where yeah. it's like it was relevant then, it's relevant now, and it's going to be relevant in the future. Um, that it's you know dealing with these uh, reoccurring topics, but has like the kind of the detail work that makes it feel, um, you know, accurate to the the here and now. Right. It's not. It's it's far flung, and it's. Um, it's fiction, but it's fiction based in metaphor and in reality, so that's what makes it work, I guess. I see where you're coming from. I'm sure, I was just looking up when this, the book came out. The book, I believe, was early 90s Yeah, 92. 92. So yeah, it was, so yeah, even there, um, when the book came out, obviously, uh, that was something that people could read and be like, "Wow, this is uh, this speaks to uh, what we're struggling with uh, today." 
and then this movie comes out 2006 and it's like wow this movie speaks to what we're dealing with today and then we're watching it now and we're yeah. like okay we got as I mentioned we have that, that global pandemic threatening to wipe out humanity um, we have illegal immigrants uh, being locked up in cages as you said mm-hmm. um, and then obviously um, racism is a huge uh, <laughs> believe it or factor not in, no, uh, no matter what Green Book told you we didn't solve it mm. Didn't we? we? We had a white guy, and we had a black person on a road trip, and uh, they really learned to, uh, you know, come together at the end. It's basically Green Book. Oh, you're talking about this movie? <laughs> oh my god, never compare I, this to Green I'm, Book. I'm talking about both movies, because it's really just, you know... Uh, uh, okay, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't even, I don't even want to yeah, continue no, with that. No, let's stop with that one. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, just the, um... The, sorry, I, we I mean, literally just watched it, so I'm trying to piece things yeah, together. Yeah, like, I mean, just... Like, you, like the imagery, um... You know, obviously, we, like, one of the uh, very first um, shots of the movie, an early shot, uh, when we're passing, like, the people in cages, uh, we, mm-hmm. you know, we pan in on, like, this older woman speaking German, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay... Nazis, you know. Yeah. Um, but then it's also the the images of people in cages now is like you know, it's, Nazis. It's, well, <laughs> good point. <laughs> I mean, it's um yeah, it, the the focus has shifted, but yeah, it's very much the same uh, same thing, and you can see. You know, this movie takes place in 2027, and you can mm-hmm. just, like, feel, like, you know, like, the possibility of things getting worse, you know, like, yeah. um, thinking about, like, you know, climate change and how resources it might start draining, uh, and how, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to affect uh, social relationships between countries and within countries and all that. Um, it's just, it's again, it's very much a thing where you're like, oh, we got the past, we got the now, we got the future all in one. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's it, it's 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 very well done science fiction, mm-hmm. um, and like such a um, an interesting idea too for for a post apocalypse. I assume you don't. So I don't know. I don't know if it's explicit and if I just missed it. But did the world fall into chaos before that happened, or was that like a, a byproduct of it, or? I think there. I think what they try to kind of hint at is there like uh, the world kind of quote unquote fell into chaos after um, uh, no more babies were being born, mm-hmm. but they're like it's falling into chaos because of the same issues we were right, dealing with. Right, the seeds before. were already there. You know, like it was gonna it was gonna happen either way is what like they is, is what they say. You know, so right. I, I think it's very much being like, hey, here's this uh, high concept scenario to make it a science fiction film. Yeah. But again, it's like talking about, hey, you know. Well, and it's such an, an interesting one too because the, it like brings up these things that I didn't even like think of. Like when they're at the school, I'm like, why would the school? I'm like, oh, there's no kids. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, you don't need schools anymore! There are definitely a lot of great little, um, like, world-building, uh, like, very subtle world-building, uh, things. Not mm-hmm. a lot of... Now, there are definitely exposition dumps, but, like, there's a lot of... Yeah. Just kind of using the, uh, the setting, uh, to just tell the story. hmm And I love that, 
that just opening uh, that where it's just like the the youngest person in the world has died today. They were 18 years old, yeah. and you're like, whoa, what's going <laughs> on here? <laughs> Everyone has Benjamin Button. <laughs> That's the world. We're in that one right now. Um, Hit film Benjamin Button. I don't. I don't even know what you said there. <laughs> Hit film Benjamin. Button. <laughs> I don't know. Never seen it. It's, um, it's a movie. It's a movie. I would believe that. It uh, got a Best Picture now, I believe. So Did it really? It must be better than Children of Men. Was that the same year? I wonder. I need to look that up right now. Sorry. I don't know. That sounds like it 2007. Was the year, it was the year Hugh Jackman uh, hosted the Oscar. No, it was 2008. 2008 was Benjamin Button. Okay. Because it, yeah. was the, it was the year Hugh Jackman hosted the Oscars. And I don't know if you've ever seen that opening number that he does, but I watch it. I, I actually like go back and watch it because it's very it's amazing. Good? Yeah. Have to watch we, that. we have to watch it. But uh, it was like written by Dan Harmon, uh, <laughs> okay. and it's like just a huge musical number. It's good. It's good. Gotcha. Speaking of uh, Oscars, uh, you know, remember those? No. <laughs> uh, I can't even say that they made the right choice this past year. We never even talked about this. Parasite. One best picture. Cool. Yeah. Uh, very cool. <laughs> Are we going to get off uh, topic that quickly? No, no, I just wanted to mention that. I swear uh, I had. I swear this happens every single time. I have so many thoughts on when watching the movie. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is what I want to talk about. This is what I want to talk about. And then we get to this actual podcast, and it's just nothing. They're all gone. It's just They're nothing. instantly gone. Yeah. Um, I, think what, I, I think maybe I need to start like writing notes mm-hmm. and just being able to return to those. Um and hit specifics, or just not, and embrace, uh... <laughs> I wrote notes for some of the episodes we've done, but yeah. it's just, sometimes when, I don't know, sometimes you, it's hard, you, you get caught up in it. You wrote notes for A Fistful of Dollars, yeah, and that was a real struggle, because I didn't get a chance to rewatch that film before <laughs> watching podcasts, so you're coming in here with, like, notes, with, like, this whole <laughs> list of topics, and I'm like, I literally do not remember this movie. <laughs> so... <laughs> I feel like that was a terrible. Uh, yeah, terrible that was the wrong episode. one. I took yeah. I took a couple notes on uh, end of the tour too. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we should start doing that. I don't know. Maybe not. Well, what's What's the next movie on my list? <laughs> Grown Ups Two. Yeah, we should take notes. We gotta take notes. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler in this scene was uh, reminiscent it's of an older the, school the of acting. <laughs> Adam Sandler praying emoji. <laughs> um. Anyway. Back on yeah. topic. Yeah. Uh, Michael Caine in Michael this Caine. movie. Yeah. Playing completely against type. I don't know that I've ever seen him play a character like this. He... Uh, do you mean like like the... Like kind of like the hipstery uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> character? Okay. Yeah, not like the put-together old man, you know, like, mm, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> you know, like that's what he is in everything now. <laughs> Inception... Well, now you're just naming other movies. Nolan movies, which <laughs> other yeah, movies he's going Michael Caine's in. <clears throat> I'm looking at Michael Caine. <laughs> um, yeah, all the top ones are just like uh, Interstellar, yeah, movies. Kingsman. I guess he was in Kingsman. I mean, he's the I same character there. I don't remember him in Kingsman. He's in. He's like the head of the Kingsman. Right? Is he evil? Well, spoilers, but yeah, I know. it's Kingsman, man. Kingsman's pretty good. <laughs> the first one. It's I still haven't seen the second one. Is the one. second one on my list? I don't, I don't think I can I be paid so. to watch I think, that I one. I think again. you were like, I could never watch this again. <laughs> Too so bad. Too so bad. Um, but speaking of uh, Children of Men, yeah. Um, 
Right. Julianne Moore's in Julianne Kingsman Moore. 2. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, she is. Oh, She's no. the bad guy. <clears throat> she wants to make pot legal. That's the plot of Kingsman 2. Oh, yeah, I think we talked about Kingsman this 2 is so bad. <laughs> um Anyway, so this is something that happened, because I didn't recognize Clive Owen. Sure. And the only other character that looks, other than Michael Caine, the only other, like, character... Okay, other than Julianne Moore. <laughs> okay, yeah. the next character we see after those scenes yeah. is Danny Houston. And I'm, like, squinting, trying to figure out who he is. I'm like, was is that um, Hugo Weaving? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what? Did they try to get actors and then were just like... Sorry, you you get Danny Houston. <laughs> oh, sorry, you get Clive Owen. You get Clive Owen. The discount. Uh, I don't even know. I thought he was um. For a brief moment, I was like, "Is that uh the guy from Burgess?" Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> it's yeah. a very Colin Farrell type role. Kinda, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think Colin Farrell could do this role as well. Oh wow, interesting. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, you can I, get I don't think that. he has the same kind of like despair that would be needed for the <laughs> that, uh... that you get from a man like. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the I name mean, Clive I Owen. Didn't mean it as an offense <laughs> to Clive Owen. I meant it as like he's a good actor. He can yeah, pull no, off I that transition you. from you know. You think down has... on their luck. Can't get a job. You think Clive Owen? <laughs> they didn't even realize he was a famous actor when he walked into audition. <laughs> Alfonso Cuarón is just like, get that man off the street. I want him in this picture. <laughs> so anyway, Clive Owen. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's yeah. He is good. You're you're not wrong. He is yeah. really good. Um. What else has he been in? Hit me with it. Uh, Sin City, Born Identity, Valerian, uh, Inside Man, Gemini Man, Pink Panther, King Arthur. Oh, that Anon movie that I uh, what? watched on Netflix. Okay, I have never seen a Clive Owen movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. But he is good. He is good in this. Um, he does have... Like, again, it's very... Um, Tropy, but I don't know that that makes it doesn't mean it's bad or that that's wrong in any way. He does play that very down on their luck, reluctant hero. Um, you know, he's he's lost his faith in humanity in general. Um, yeah, and he does play that really well in his his face in that scene when he finds out she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. He, he he he's running the gamut there, and I think that's he's really great in that scene. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I did think he was really good, and his moments uh, with Julianne Moore, where he shows this this brief glimpse of who he was before everything went to hell, mm-hmm. was really interesting too. Um, especially the ping pong going. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, and then you find out that that's just all like a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, get oh. your guard down. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't kind of get my guard down, but I don't trust car scenes in movies anymore. 
I just don't. And if you get into a car, I'm too like, long, you're like, a truck's gonna come in yep. from the side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a truck's gonna come in for a side. They're gonna hit a deer. Something, something stupid's gonna happen. <laughs> car scenes, a little played out, but this mm. is 2006. We'll give it to them. This was this was a top tier car scene, even up oh, to the point yeah. where I uh, I watched it the first time, at least. You know. Yeah. Um, just the way, because. Um, I forget all the details, but they had to build, like, a special, you know, camera rig to actually get the camera inside that vehicle, be able to move mm-hmm. it around, like, 360 degrees uh, while the actors are in there. Oh, yeah, everything. it's It's stunning. a very impressive uh, scene. It's it's that pure, real movie magic where you're like, how are they doing this? Yeah. Like, it's moving in between them. It's showing every angle of the car. You're like, how are they making this happen? And then it goes outside. You see it. Uh, the car come through then it moves back and they're backing up and oh man it's so good it's so good um that that's probably my favorite scene in the movie i like everything else but that is like just that sheer like edge of your seat like oh my god go go and that one above the uh the ending long take and we followed them uh, I i love that one too but like that was like okay at that point I knew what this movie was going to be yeah. and in the car scene where I was like okay this is this movie that kind of like sells it and shows what you're in for for the entire yeah, rest of the movie yeah that's fair there's definitely that more of a yeah you're less cause it's, it, like we were talking about it intentionally gets your guard down um, mm-hmm. before that scene starts before kicking to high gear by the time that uh, that final long take comes in like you're you're, <laughs> you're already as tense as you can get stomach is in your stomach <laughs> heart is in your stomach is what I meant to say that fresh heart is in that, that. fresh heart's in that <laughs> that's why you have a fresh stomach. that's why you have a fresh heart because the other one ended uh, up in my stomach yeah, yeah. yeah. It, stomach acid I don't know. As the stomach works, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for elaborating the, the science of the stomach to us. You are welcome. You are welcome. Um, let me see. I, I want to, you know, kind of yeah. dig around here. We're going to see what we got. Who did who he play in Harry Potter? Who did who play in Harry Potter? Uh, Peter Mullen. We said. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did he play someone in Harry Potter? Yeah, was it the third one? No, it's in Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2. Is he... Oh, is he... Um, I haven't seen Harry Potter in uh, quite a while. Mm. Now you're making me go down this thing. Anyway, he was in Session 9. He's really, really good in Session 9, too. You need to watch Session 9. Is that nine. one not on your list? I, I hadn't seen it when I wrote my list. I might replace right. another movie with that. <laughs> Maybe that might be the better option. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Nah, I'm sorry, I'm going off, but I need to know. I don't, I don't know where you're going, um, so I'm not really so sure how to talk. stall just for talk. you. I don't, I don't want to get into another topic, because it, it might be a longer one. Um, yeah, he's Yaxley. In Harry Potter, definitely. I, hell I have too. no idea who that is. Okay, well. You're lucky that I know, like, the three main characters in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, you got Harry... Uh, Reginald <laughs> and Hemorine. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the three. <laughs> Hemorine? Oh. No, not Hemorrhage. Hemorine. <laughs> I didn't say Hemorrhage. Oh. Uh, what did he... Okay, I, just, anyway. I just repeated Hemorine. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Uh, anyway, back to it. But yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I definitely think the direction elevates the movie because there are certain uh, there are certain parts of the movie where it's very much like okay, you're going, you're hitting the the nail on the head a little hard, you know, mm-hmm. like that scene, uh, that scene in the barn when he walks into yeah. the barn and he discovers she's pregnant and he's just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> and you're like, Yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like it's one of those things where it's like it's it's silly enough that I love it, mm-hmm. but that still makes it silly. And a lot of the movie is not silly. Yeah, um, like it's it's funny. Like there are there are, there are they moments. do a good job of um, adding in the jokes uh, here and there. Like mm-hmm. I like the recurring bit about the baby's name. I yeah, think that's, that I think good. that's really good banter between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain moments like that. And then, of course, we have Michael Caine going into his whole discussion about, like, hey, faith and chance, and you're yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah, hammering the themes home, we get Might it. Might as well we have been it. in an English classroom. Let's open our books to faith and chance, page 202. That's pretty deep in the book. I don't know. I think it would probably be sooner, but I who's to say? Obviously, you haven't taken many college courses if you think you get that deep into a book. <laughs> Those semesters just fly by, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Chibatel Ejiofor. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'd seen him in another movie other than Doctor Strange. Really? Uh, You've seen? Yeah, you have, because he's in um, he's Martian. In, uh, okay, I've seen Martian. Uh, he's in 2012. Yeah, have you not seen 2012? I've seen it. I don't remember it though. Have you not seen 12 Years a Slave? I have not. No. Oh, okay. That's the one I thought you would have seen him in. Oh, oh, I forgot he was the guy in Serenity. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, Serenity. Uh, the one with... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I definitely... I, I thought about Serenity while watching this movie, because at the end, when the... Another moment when, like, the metaphor gets a little too heavy, or not heavy, but, like, they uh, make it too obvious, is the boat being named Tomorrow. Yeah. I saw that, and I thought about the, the fish named uh, uh, Justice or whatever oh, it is yeah. Serenity. Oh, <laughs> my God, Serenity's so bad. Like, the thing is, metaphor being, like, when you hit, like like you say, getting hit nail on the head with metaphor, um, as long as the rest of the movie around it is built subtly and, and, and is interesting and the story is interesting enough. I Normally stuff like that doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. It's as soon as it's a movie like Serenity where everything's boring. Nothing happens in the entire movie. It's deeply misogynistic and really weird and you're just like, oh, the fish is named Justice. Ha ha ha! Let me build a computer program and to it- watch my parents have sex. Watch oh the movie. He God. does that. I, no, I know. But no one else who listens to this podcast is going to know. And that's just going to be the weirdest thing that one could possibly hear out of this. Well, I'm, I'm quoting the character. But I think I think that uh, the, another difference with Serenity is Serenity. Like, the themes don't make sense. No, that's end. another thing. Yeah. And they definitely are, like... The themes don't make sense, but they also have the themes be, like, the only focus. Like, mm-hmm. everything bends over backwards to kind of fit into, uh, like, this is what our movie's about. Right, metaphor isn't subtext, it is the text. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas in this movie, uh, even if you... I mean, it'd be, like, 
I, I'd like to see someone watch this movie and be like, remember when movies weren't political? <laughs> but I'm sure someone could be like, oh yeah, it's just a good movie about like this guy trying to try and rescue this girl. There's action and there's uh, you know there's shootouts and explosions and yeah, it's a good time. You'd be uh, yeah, you'd be an idiot. <laughs> it's pretty clear what what happens here. Um, man. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to. No, you, you're good. It's just gonna. It's quiet. <laughs> it's just, it's all right. Um. Let's Don't worry. See. I think I think the audience left at the computer uh, simulation for uh, parents having sex. You know, that's uh, I think that's really the jumping off point. Well, that's when we gained a different crowd. One we don't want, but one that we've got now. I don't think we ever had a crowd we wanted. <laughs> that's fair. Um. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, Children of Men. Yeah. I'm. I'm pulling back around. Sure. To the main point of, of the, the conversation. Whole podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, thought it was very um, interesting, the uh, almost Arkham City style <laughs> ending, where they're just like, ah, throw them all in there. I don't know. Like, that was, that was kind of an interesting idea, where it's like, okay, now we're in this location, and we don't know, like, nobody there seems to speak English. They're just kind of like, hey, we need we need somewhere safe. And they just have to communicate in different ways. He draws the boat for her. He's like, boat? Yeah. <laughs> he does that too. Boat? He doesn't do that. You're really doing a disservice to Clive Owen with that one. Uh. He goes, boat? Does anyone remember me in any movie? Boat? <laughs> and I go... No, Clive. Except for this one. Oh, God. So, good job, Clive. You have one. You know, all you need is one. I guess, yeah. <laughs> He'll be remembered forever now. I guess, sure. Like, people uh, can remember who he is in this movie and don't think yeah, he's uh, like someone Yeah, Colin Farrell was in that, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that was him. Uh, anyway, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say? I'm trying to... I'm just talking now. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what a podcast is. True. So. I'm going to get back to a point, but I need to... I lost the page, so just cover. I don't I don't <laughs> know what, what point you're going for. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I hit, I hit, a, hit a lot of uh, topics. I'm running out of ideas. Like yeah. I said, I need notes. I need, I need a notepad. Right <laughs> yeah, no. You need a watt pad. Oh, don't ever say that. <laughs> No one needs a lot. Oh, everyone, you guys have been gone for too long. Next week we'll be talking about After. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron and I have seen After twice now. We are people who have seen After twice. And, and probably we'll watch it a third time. <laughs> yeah. I really don't even know how to... Um, I don't even really know where to go with that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how, do, how do you... Uh, how do you accept yourself after having watched After twice? <laughs> I don't think you can. I think you just need to live your whole life knowing what you've done. Yeah. It's a, it's something you can't walk back from. No. You can't. Just like an After. <laughs> They're British people in this There's, <laughs> Is that... Are you trying to bring it back? I'm trying. Or, okay. I'm trying. Um, I, something I did want to mention. The yeah. sound design was amazing in this. 
Yeah. Uh, it's something that... It's something that if everything... Let me phrase it this way. Uh, especially the scene where they pull him into the van and he's in that room with the newspapers all over mm-hmm. and the, the sound is very muted and very... There's like a reverb to it. Yeah. And it's something that in any other movie, I think, I'd hear and I'd just be like, oh, you could just do that in a soundstage. I don't know why that would have to be... I don't know why they'd have to do anything different to it, but it yeah. adds a certain sense of uh, of place to that scene. And then as soon as they walk out and it starts to echo in that huge room, I'm like, this is really good. And I would not hold the movie against I would not hold it against the movie if they just did it like every other movie. But the way they captured sound in this movie was so good. Yeah, and I think some other um, scenes that are really good on that front, like the scene where they're they're escaping from the safe house. Um, or like from the start, but where he's like listening into their conversation from mm-hmm. outside the window in the safe house, yeah. and then the whole uh, you know like waking them up in the middle of the night, sneaking out, mm-hmm. um, all that. Um, I think that's a really good uh, scene for that sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, and the scene where um, where Michael Caine, uh, where they're they're escaping from Michael Caine's oh, house. Oh yeah! Oh my and, god! Yeah, you just hear those uh, bullet shots, uh, you know, echo throughout the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are other things that where the the sound design really stuck out. I uh, that you just touched on two things I do want to bring up. That escape from that farmhouse was so good too. Um, it's it's the the type of typical movie thing where it's like we're trying to get away. Oh no! And then at the last minute, the car will turn on, and then you're mm, but no, they're pushing this thing all the way down. They're like, please start! Oh my god, what is happening? They're like freaking out, um, and I love I love the added bit um, where it's like he's taking the keys out of the other cars yeah. and then just getting the one, and the uh-huh. one he picks is the one that yeah. doesn't start. Doesn't <laughs> and you just know he's kicking himself because he's like, I just I should take uh, you know the second car, yeah. the last car, you know. And as they're running towards him and they're they're picking up speed, and again, I think that was another one shot. Two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, quote and, unquote one shot. Yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> but he he pulls up. He's like, ah, I got a clean shot on him. Hits him with the door. Hits the <laughs> like. There's so much that could have went wrong there. It's it's really a feat to watch that yeah. whole thing happen. And then you see him. They're coming up, and they're like, we got to take a turn. It's like, okay, I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna push. It's like, please don't shoot. Oh my god. <laughs> there's just that. There's so much going on in that scene. That was another one that I was just like gripped the whole time. I'm like. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? I'm like, I assume the, those two make it out, but what happens with um, Miriam? You know, I don't know. I don't know what happens with Miriam. I still don't know what happens with Miriam. I mean, we know what happened with Miriam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, I did. I did like the uh, sort of the world building that again wasn't. It doesn't play too much of a part into the entire rest of the movie, but it is kind of interesting to see how in this world there's this these subsection, these subgroups, these new like new religious groups almost, where they're like, hey, this is God's just like, hey, this is our fault, and they uh, have they're all wearing like raincoats and stuff. I'm like, okay, so cults are starting. That's not <laughs> all right. Yikes! Do you think we have culture for the coronavirus? Yeah, they're the people who think 5G caused it. Fair. <laughs> is a conspiracy theory the same as a cult, though? Is yes. there, like, a transitional element uh, where one has to turn into a, a cult, or does it start a cult? 
I don't think it starts a cult, but it's when people believe it and let it shape their entire worldview. I think that it becomes cult-like. Like, you, you got the classics. You got Flat Earth. Sure. Cult. Yeah. Uh, you okay. got anti-vaxxers. Okay. Cult, I would say. Uh, and now you got... 5G is not quite there, I don't think. I think as soon as people are able to go back outside again, everyone's just kind of kind of forget about the 5G thing, I hope. So the people that don't, those are the true believers. They're those the are, cults, they're, yeah. they're the cult, okay. They're the cult. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, that Guys, was, a, that was an important tangent. Guys, what to the world since we were gone? I don't want... I, never mind. Was it our fault? Did we I, cause... You were... <laughs> I wasn't even gonna go... <laughs> Um, yeah, but, um, uh, so good. This movie's so good. We give star ratings now. Did we even mention that last time we did a podcast? I don't think so. I don't know if we've really done one much since, uh, we did the Oscars one, but... Yeah. Um... But I, I don't know. I think I think we're kind of coming up on the end of this one. Again, I don't know. Even if you listen to all this and you know basically how it ends. We didn't really say how it ends, but they, they escape on a boat till tomorrow, but Clive Owen dies. He's, he's hashtag don't, dead boy. Don't try to fit this podcast into a pattern. It never works. <laughs> yeah. If you think we're talking about this movie beginning to end, uh, and it's, then the yeah. conversation, like, it's a... There's no, like, you know, six-minute long take uh, in this uh, podcast. No. Um, where, you know, like, the climax is, you know, like, the, there's there's no, like, high point of action. Uh, and then, like, a slow descent as we do, like, It's just uh, chaos tags. throughout. It's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's not like the uh, coronavirus uh, chart for every other country where right. it's you know up and down. It's the coronavirus chart for America uh-huh. where it's up and then like kind of always up and then yeah. up and up and, and uh, then up and up down and then yeah. <laughs> and then oh boy, yikes, it's just, it's we just, suck. <laughs> it's all over the board without ever going down. Mm, yeah, yeah. Other countries love us. Just kidding, they hate us. But I mean, I, I think that's another interesting thing that we didn't even talk about, not to mm-hmm. not to rope us back into another conversation. But the no, fact that us. this is a, a very British movie, mm-hmm. and yet most of the uh, the political um, stuff we've, you know, like the the modern uh, political uh, themes that we've latched onto this movie mm-hmm. are are American. Not so to say that things like, like that aren't also happening in England, that's, because that's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. I mean, absolutely, I'm saying, are. I'm saying like you know America is uh, messed up, but you know like we're not alone in that. No, is one of, yeah, yeah. E- These things are pretty universal. Racism everywhere, you know. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> What a what a thesis statement to end on. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, sure, but maybe that could cult. really be our thesis of any podcast we do. <laughs> like, listen, God, I hope we don't racism and Nazis suck. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. I thought you. Yeah. I, I was like, I hope that's not our takeaway for every movie. Like, we're watching. I don't even know. <laughs> watch. I don't know. Name a movie where your takeaway can't be racism. No, sucks. no, no. Not that it. Listen, we yes, Nazis and racism suck. That would always be our takeaway. But I hope the takeaway isn't always, yeah, everything's awful. <laughs> you know, like, I hope there's some movies that uplift us in, in this. Maybe. No, definitely not. There will be. 
we'll get to one next week. Uh, but first, we're going to talk a little bit about um, where we're going to rank this. Yeah. I guess. It's been a while since I've uh, looked at that rank Do we want to give star ratings now, too? I mean, if you want... I mean, I, you can. they basically can just go on to our... Uh, they're going to be on letterbox. Under our letterbox, they're gonna anyway. Be, they're going to be on well. there. I don't know if I've decided uh, stars for this one. I think I'd give it. I'd give it either four or four and a half. I'm going four and a half personally. It's not. It's not a five. No. There are some points where it gets a little heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, that drag it down, and the fact that it's very much just like a, a basic sci-fi story, but elevated by the direction. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a perfect five. Right. Of course, with uh, if anyone goes in my letterbox and sees some of the films, I rate five stars. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it, it's all it's all what it is. <laughs> it's you know what I'm trying no, to say. No, no, no. Once you give Mannequin Two uh, five okay, stars, well, that you one can't, I you can't that really one I can't back, defend you. Uh, <laughs> I can't defend you with that one. I'll defend it. I'll defend it to my uh, dying breath, to my watery grave. <laughs> watery grave is better. I don't want to say dying breath right now. It seems like a like yeah, jinx. that's too that's too much. <laughs> This podcast is gonna come out in like uh, two months, and I'll be in uh, in, in the hospital. Uh, no, <laughs> don't say that because that means I'm there too. <laughs> you took me down with you. You had to, didn't I, you? I have to. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, mine's gonna be up there. I mean, I should actually give star ratings to everything in this list. Now that I'm back in it. Sure. Um, sure. I think I would put Ooh. this. This is tough, because especially because I haven't seen some of these in a minute now too. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna have to rearrange this list. I'm definitely gonna have to rearrange this list. So this number is not gonna really make any sense uh, right now. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'd probably put it like. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna again. This is gonna be rearranged. I'm gonna put it around the 30s. Okay. I think. I'm looking okay. at this section where it's like Doctor Strange, Love, Seven Samurai, Being John Malkovich, All the President's Men, which I think All the President's Men is probably gonna drop a little. Okay. Um, but I think it's in that kind of section of the list. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not top tier favorite film of all time. Um, you know, there's quite a few of these uh, movies that are. Again, some of my favorites of all time, but right, it's it's better than uh, some of the bottom half of the list. You know, you get your uh, Rocky Horror Picture shows, and <laughs> boy, do ya! <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights. And... Um, I don't know. This this one's hard because again, I haven't seen some of these in a minute, and I think if I were to rewatch something like Pan's Labyrinth, I think it might raise up. Or it might even lower. I don't know. Or like RoboCop, because I don't know. Um, maybe you'd finally see. It. Not so much RoboCop, but uh, I appreciate where you're coming from on that one. Uh, but I am going to put this. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm rearranging things as I squeak. So just give me. A Please don't be, have Squeak be like a bit of foreshadowing. Uh. <laughs> oh, God, no. Aaron, mm, tell them what you did. What do you mean, tell them what, <laughs> what I did? What you got me. <laughs> how, what? I'm, I, let me focus on this. Tell them what you did, wherever it is. Here it is. What do you, what do you mean? What, oh, what do you mean, what do I mean? Why are you blaming me for it? Uh, 
I, so I put it on the list, but you're the one who got me Alvin and the Chipmunks for movie collection. We could have rented them, Aaron. We could have rented these movies. We could have, we could have, I don't know. But you wouldn't have rented uh, the first, the, the, the fourth one. Um, what? Because those ones aren't on the list. So now True. you feel compelled to watch four. That's fair. Because now you own it. That is absolutely fair. <laughs> well, would you rather have um, Alvin the Chipmunks on Blu-ray or a don't even... Pickle Rick? Okay, well, you got both of them, so I don't... I, don't... I thought you were going to say Ugly Dolls. I got you an Ugly Doll, too. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say the movie. Alright, so I have this... You know this is just going to escalate, right? Yes, I, I have to keep on topping myself. Oh, God, that was no. an odd way to phrase that. Um... <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> What do you mean, speaking of? Where, are you going I, where my placement is on this list. 11th. Uh, and again, this will change once I think more about it, but for right now. 11th. Uh, behind Coherence. Mm. Topping yourself. Because there's... Never mind. And then... Uh, I don't think that was a part of Coherence. But they, Well, no, but like, you could. <laughs> Coherence. Child of Men, and then Exorcist blow it. Mm. So okay, okay, sure. And I had to move things around. I moved Evil Dead up. I moved Scream Two up. Fair, okay. Uh, Scream broke the top ten. So you know, I just had to move things along. But I, they're gonna move even more. Yeah. I'm so I look, I look near the bottom. I see, I see under the skin at thirty four. I think that should move up. It's yeah, one that I right. think about frequently. To Kind of sears into your memory, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's where we rank up. Alright, so next week, uh, <laughs> we are hopping back over to uh, Jacob's list. Which they've only seen one movie from at this point. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Our two missing episodes were both from Jacob's list. Uh, we will try to locate those um, as best we can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or we could just scrap the project uh, right now. But then right we wouldn't be day. able to watch a film. So, guys, 4th of July is coming up. On this list, um, you know, I'm like, well, we should pick something related to the 4th of July. The first thing that I saw that was related to the 4th of July was The Patriot, uh, starring Mel Gibson. I don't like that movie, <laughs> but again, it's hard to pick movies that I've seen that Aaron has not seen. Um, and also... You know, with everything going on, maybe we should just have, instead, something a little bit more lighthearted. Something like the... Who directed it? The Dennis Dugan classic, Grown Ups. Starring Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, Rob Schneider. I think maybe we should. It's like, I think Aaron said it best when, as soon as I was like, Grown Ups, he was like... Well, we have to do it at some point. <laughs> anyway, Aaron, you want to take us out? <laughs> I I don't even know what to say about Grown Ups. Uh, you, you haven't seen it, but you will. I will. I will. So yeah, join us next week. We'll talk about <laughs> Grown Ups. <laughs> it's great. But until then, yeah. if you want to find us around the web... I gotta remember this now. Mm -hmm. You can find Jake at uh, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Yes. 
You can Still. find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr and Letterbox. Just Letterbox at this point. Right. I haven't done a, anything <laughs> on Tumblr in a long time. Yeah, fair. Um, uh, if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Honest Opinion on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at myhonestopinion.com or Honest Opinion on Letterbox. I honestly don't know how that works, how you search for people and find them on Letterbox. I don't know if I have a username uh, kind of thing. I don't know. Let me check. But, uh, yeah, if you want to find us there, if you want to find the podcast from the web, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, you can check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes and give us a good review uh, if you like what we say. <laughs> or if you don't like what we say, but you respect it. I don't think anyone respects us. <laughs> To be fully honest. Um, yeah, if you search Honest Opinion, you come up. So, yeah, you can do that. All right. <laughs> uh, why is The Lighthouse... Well, explain your favorite films to me real quick before we go out. It's um, it's Pride Month. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. So they're all... Yeah, they're horror films that are either explicitly or... Um, Subtextual. You know, <laughs> subtextually gay. Yeah. yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yeah, the best one. I mean, three exists. <laughs> I don't even think three is the best, but... Uh, anyway. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, join it. us next week when we talk about grown-ups. I don't even know how to end the podcast anymore. Oh, yeah. That's how I end it. Until next time. <laughs> don't think it. I wasn't gonna say anything. Don't say it. I was just gonna let this one die. Bye-bye, man. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>